It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Jim Day Podcast. Hey, 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 welcome to the Jim Day Podcast, everyone. And today it's a special day because we've got one of the, well, let's call him one of the most, hmm, let's see, characters that has ever worn a Reds uniform. And one of the most popular Reds ever. He's Mr. Corky Miller. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. Known for many things, Corky Miller. One, people love your name. And the stash. But you've got the full beard going now as we speak. Yeah. I, uh, well, you know, Movember, so I usually shave for November like everybody grows, so I shave. Yeah. So today's the 6th. I got the full beard, you know, after I started growing it back in uh, December 1. Wow. So you grow a beard very quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I trimmed it up, too, a little bit uh, yesterday or the day before. <laughs> so how many people, uh, I mean, your stash was almost as famous as you, correct? Yeah, that's right. It, it had its own Facebook and its own uh, Twitter account and uh, whatever else there is uh, I didn't know about. But then yeah. my family started phoning and asking me how come I didn't uh answer back when they they tweeted i said <laughs> they well, thought that, it was you yeah that's you know that's not that's not me mom you can just go to corky and and try to follow me there do you do social media yeah i i mean i've uh i've been on twitter for i, I don't know a long time I, for a long time probably 12 years or something uh, yeah i haven't posted a lot of anything and lately i can't get back in my account for some reason because <laughs> you know i think AT&T or iPhone or Apple are doing something with my my phone. I couldn't get back in there. They, we cannot do this to the great Corky Miller. Yeah. so We've got to have Corky on social media. It's yeah. not complete. So I, I think I'm, I'm uh, you know, talk to Rob Butcher. He's he's pretty good with that stuff. And maybe some ITs here in Cincinnati to get me <laughs> back on there. But I do that. And, uh, you know, Instagram, I'll post that. I'm doing a little right. bit more stuff with my family now with oh, that. Oh, nice. But, um, yeah, I mean – it was it was cool. I, I feel if I can just post a couple of things on Twitter, then I'll get another 100 or 200. Why the 100 or 200 that are leaving me for not posting? <laughs> so what's going on nowadays? You uh, have been in the Reds organization for so long. I mean, you went off and, I know, finished your career elsewhere and then came back to uh, – I mean, you, the Louisville Bats, you are – the man yeah when it comes to the louisville bats yeah um you take pride in that you have to that's a oh, great for, great city for sure you know and, and the cool thing is is uh you know they retired my number yeah and then they they had uh retired Wee reese and um jackie robinson and my number's right in between them at, at louisville Slugger wow Field. now and, that's cool and you know it, it's cool and i i feel very proud to do that but when some of those guys that are I'm coaching all the time and they go in there and they 
make it aware to some of the other people that, you know, I'm in between Pee Wee Reese and Jackie Robinson, then, right. you know, I'm, they think I'm a bigger deal than I, than I am. <laughs> well, I knew you were big in Louisville. We went on a caravan stop through Louisville, and it's, like, it's always a good turnout there, but man they were i mean it didn't matter if we had joe morgan with us or who we had with us they came to see corky oh yeah yeah <laughs> and and it's you know i i guess you spend 12 years there you know kids that were 10 are now 22 years old they have their own kids and they're bringing right. them there and they're telling stories about when they were kids and either fortunately or unfortunately i was still there when they were kids so <laughs> you know it 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 spans a long time and i've right. met uh, numerous people that that said hey I, when i was a kid i used to come here and watch you here's my kid and you know i don't know if that makes me feel old but i, I feel the way i feel and it's always great to go back to louisville and and i'll probably spend a lot of time there this year with with tyler yeah um where uh as far as the reds organization goes right now what tell everyone update what you're doing you've been a, a an instructor in the minor leagues for several years now. Yeah, I've been doing uh, the roving, roving catching um, since uh, 2014 when I stopped playing in May. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had different titles, but I kind of did the same thing. Like when Tyler Stevenson, who's now in low or going to be in AAA, I assume, was in Dayton. You know, they put me as a coach with him so I could be there with him, but I'd also would rove around to the other affiliates and help out with the coaching just or the catching and and coach the other guys just yeah in the way of i guess baseball life tyler's kind of a pet project for you right i mean you've seen him come up clear through the ranks drafted out of high school and he went to the arizona fall league this past fall and it seemed like the light switch just went on what happened you know, we talked a lot. Went about on, it. I should say. Yeah. The light switch went on. Yeah, we talked a lot about it. Um, you know, and he was I, when I first started. You know, that draft, we took him in as a number one draft pick, and you know, not that I felt pressure, but I was like, oh man, I, that that feels pretty cool that they would ask me to do work with the catchers and then yeah. draft a catcher in the first round. And and you know, he's grown. Every year, you, you're just waiting for him to mature, and then he exceeds our expectations as far as maturity, uh, learning the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously the ability's there if we're going to draft him in the first spot. And and his maturity has come up every year, and we talked a lot about going out to the fall league and what he hopes to accomplish. And, you know, we could talk about analytics and talk about numbers and talk about that stuff, which is important and what we have to – look at like hey we want to improve these numbers but it's also something i talked to dick williams dick myself and tyler were in the dugout in i think we're in pensacola or mobile during a rain delay and we're talking about the fall league and he's like well what do you expect him to do and i'm just learn go out there don't don't expect to you know get really good at this or really good at that or just learn it's another month and a half two months of games that you can start to learn different pitchers learn different techniques try stuff i mean i went to the fall league two different years i think i hit 160 in both of those years with one homer but i learned a lot about catching a lot about players a lot about other things and end up making to the big leagues but that's 
kind of a stepping stone where Tyler's at. And you got a, I mean, a high school catcher, and you all of a sudden come into pro ball. It is like starting from scratch as far as footwork and technique. Is it not particularly with him? He had a big learning curve. Yeah. Um, you know, the athletic ability is there. I mean, there's stuff to refine. And with Tyler, it was, you know, if you want to be candid, after the first half season, it was like, all right, well, when's he going to move to first? And uh, after the second year, it's like, ah, oh, well, if it doesn't work out, we're going to move him to first. And now it's kind of like, this guy can catch. And he, you know, I was talking to Billy Dorn, and, and we've talked about it as much as he's, matured every year like well he just needs to learn and he learns more than we thought and we had set a goal when he got drafted hey five years you're gonna be big league ready and i think we're at the fifth fifth year right yeah. about now so well the good thing about tyler having been around him and he's been on a caravan with him as well so spending several days with him is that you know some guys you got to work on the the makeup as a person. You knew going in, once you meet him, man, this is a good kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just got to refine him, his physical tools. Here. Yeah, and and it was, there were some things he had to do as a as a catcher. You know, there was times that he wouldn't say his piece because he didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings or didn't think it was his spot because maybe guys are older maybe guys are in college well, we better learn to you got as a catcher yeah. man especially when you get to the bigs you better be up talking yeah so he's <laughs> he's uh that's some of the things that that you know we talk about a lot mm -hmm. whether and besides the you know the fundamentals or the the techniques or whatever it's i kind of let him filter that stuff but then try to feed him the information how to be the guy you know you don't have yeah. to be you know there's different there's different type of people there's me who's going to talk a lot or talk crap and make <laughs> you feel like crap and then yeah. then give you a hugs and cuddle with you at night you yeah, know crap. and and he he he's learning that way and he's learning how to joke and he's learned how to be serious and and i think as a catcher you you need that to be able to go back and forth. Well, he could be a presence, but he's a big dude. I mean, yeah. that is a big yeah. catcher. When you look at him, you're like, what? Catcher? He looked like a first baseman or maybe a left fielder. Yeah. Uh, no, he's third, really, really yeah. slow. <laughs> <laughs> is he Corky Miller slow? Uh, I, I don't know if I he's, say that with the with I've love. got a stolen base in the big leagues. When he gets one, we'll see who's faster. <laughs> See, I love that you're, you're able to take that. I yeah. love that. Uh, when you were playing and you were up with the, the big club and I was around you, I would one of my thoughts, when he's done playing, he is manager material one day, Corky Miller. Now, you've been on the instructional side, not necessarily on the coaching side. What are your goals? Or do you want to ever get into the coaching side to, to possibly be a coach or even a manager someday? Because I thought you had the makeup to be a big league manager. Yeah, you know um, – I've thought about that. I mean, I've, I've, I have the most respect for all the managers and what they do throughout our organization and throughout the organizations that I've been with, the, the seven that I've been with. And, and I've learned a lot from them, you know, Dusty and Bobby Cox and, and, and Guillen and, and, um, a couple other that I'm garden hire, you know, those guys, well, those are some good names right there. And, uh, you know, the, the tons of guys that were in the minor leagues, like Dave Miley, who's here and, and mm -hmm. Rick sweet and, and guys like that, that I've learned a lot from. And I, 
I respect that job. And yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to coach. I would love to manage. I would love to be in the big leagues. But, you know, there's there's this this thing I have with these guys that I've gotten. And as an organization, we're not there yet as far as the catching is. And, and J.R. House, who's the new the big league catching guy, is, has helped me out. And, and we want to be able to set this up where I'm able to go and go into coaching. And and that, maybe that's not selfish enough in a game that sometimes you have to be selfish you've to go. You've got to be <laughs> not sometimes, you've got to be yeah. selfish in professional baseball, professional sports or you're going to get run over. Yeah, but you know, you know how much I love the Reds and you know yeah. how much I love catching and there's a lot of guys now that are there that understand how I view our catching and how I want our catching to be in their organization and it's great to have JR to come in and and echo that as far as like, hey, let's get these guys as good as we can. Yeah. And and there's guys that somebody's going to take over for me. And hopefully that's in a spot where I'm getting a coaching job in the big leagues where I'm starting out managing somewhere. But, you know, on the other side, maybe it is selfish because I get to spend, a you know, a few days extra a month at home with my family. So right. I got the two boys, 14 and 11, that I get to hang out on the weekends with or, you know, every other weekend with them. Right. You know, so with my roving schedule, I get to be on the road for 10 days, go home for two or three. So, yeah. well, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. There's no doubt. The re And I'm sure that you would like to be a part of being more of a catching factory. That's probably what you're getting at with you and Jr. that, I mean, let's face it. If you go back through the years, in recent years, the Reds have not produced many catchers out of whether drafting them, developing them, bringing them to the, the major league level. I'm sure there's Tucker Barnhart right now. Yeah, uh, there's Tyler I, Stevenson coming up, but most of the catchers have come from elsewhere. Yeah, and that's but you know uh, here at Reds Fest, you know that's we're talking with Joe Oliver, who's with with Boston, and they got one or two. You know, there's not a lot of organizations that have, you know, we talked about, well, we want to be a factor. We want to have the best catchers in the MLB and the minor league system. We want everybody to come to us to get them. If you look at it, there's been guys that that we've either traded or released that have gotten to the big leagues. In this in the past couple of years, you know, and who are you talking about? Well, I mean, there, there's there's a there's well, Grandal, you know, yeah, the Grandal. There's, you know, Joe. Hutt, I mean, there's other guys. Joe Hudson, we yeah. released, and he goes to the big leagues for two different years. Yeah, you know, and and there's guys that come through an organization that go somewhere else and go to the big leagues, and you know, you look at the free agents we get or guys that we're going to get that that are going to get released and. You want to give them the best opportunity. Yeah. You know, I grow, I, I, I get this rapport with these guys and going, hey, you know, you learn as much here. You go somewhere out, learn as much as you can there. Right. Because you want people to get to the big leagues and go, hey, man, when, what was your career like? Well, I started with the Reds. I started with this. I, I ended with Talk that. Talk with your hands just like you me. Know. Yeah. Uh, they can hear every time you hit the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like well. me. I have, to, I have to actually hold my hands down. <laughs> well, <laughs> the good thing this is a podcast. Yeah, but the, the only thing they can do is hear. Yeah. <laughs> they hear you talking with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's easy for me to say, hey, they're not producing catchers. I mean, it's, outside of maybe starting pitching, it's the hardest position yeah. to develop. Uh, and I always I, – I, I wonder why more guys that don't realize earlier that, you know what, I'm probably not a major league shortstop or I'm probably not a major league this or that. 
how to be a catcher because it's probably the quickest way to get to the major leagues if you, you're you good. You ever heard anybody say, hey, I want to be a catcher? No, no. that was my next point. That's well, the problem. You because get, no then, then you got to squat for three hours or you got to go to camp. Like yeah. I've, I think I've said this before on this podcast. I think catchers should get paid double in spring training. Yeah, you said everything it. that you they have to do. I mean, you're, you're catching all the pitchers. You're squatting for hours and hours. Mm-hmm. You're blocking balls. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, now we're going to go hit. Yeah. While everyone else is done. Yeah. Yeah. And and you got to be a tough guy, too. I mean, it's unbelievable, the catchers. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you could look back and think about the stuff that, that I went through in, in different organizations every spring training to, to make a team or, you know, coming back for three or four years with the Reds and trying to learn the new guys and, you know, not knowing pretty much that I'm not going to have a job in the big leagues. I'm gonna, either going to go to AAA or they're going to get released. And still putting in that time and that effort to, you know, on the computer and on, on the field and in the bullpen yeah. and stuff. And, and I think that's, I, I, I feel like that's a good thing that I'm doing with the young guys is like, Hey man, this is part of your deal. You, you can complain about all you want to each other. Just don't complain about it to anybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> where, uh, where did Corky come from? Um, because it, that's part of the mystique. I think people love the name. Yeah. Uh, my my um, a family friend, my mom and dad, my dad's brother, um, his wife's brother. So I guess his brother-in-law or, or however it was, his name was Clark, but everybody called him Corky. And so when I was born, they named me Corky after him. I mean, that's on your birth certificate. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. This is not a nickname. This yeah. is your name. Corky Abraham Philip Miller. Um yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, see, I didn't know that. I didn't well, know the, the middle should, names. You should do your research. I mean, I mean, how many how many years have I been coming here? How many years am well, I on, on the I've on the caravan a, with you? I know, but see, I usually I've got you know other things on my mind besides your two middle names. Yeah, I know. Well, Rob Butcher knows, and and that's all that matters because I think so. Lay it on us again, Corky Abraham, Abraham Philip Philip. Miller. Oh, yeah. see, now I wish I would have known that when I'm now I'm calling games because that's a great home run call. Yeah. You know, you know who uh, people dig that when we were we were in L.A. and and Vince Scully was like, you know, because <laughs> oh, yeah. he he asked the whole story and and he said he said it on air and and people went pretty nuts because hold on, is Vince Scully said your full name on the air? Yeah, and he oh, told you should have retired the he, next day. I well, I probably played three games. That, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and, and people have it. They my my cousin loves it. He say he listen to it all the time. And, oh, that yeah. is outstanding. Yeah, he, he. Do you have it? You need to have that. Uh, I got it somewhere. Oh. Yeah, and and you can't keep it on your phones because again, you know whatever. But they somebody has it uh, saved on tape, and that should be you know someone needs to edit that as your when you, your voicemail. My, yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. It, it would. It's you've, great. you've reached and then you know well he re- tells the whole story you know because uh as the name of corky you know it's pretty much good for anything except for the president of the united states so my mom and dad are thought, you kidding me you'd win in the landslide my my mom and dad decided president corky <laughs> well no it wouldn't be it would be c abraham philip miller that's what they thought if <laughs> if i became president you know, that's right c abraham philip miller yes and that's I, I get that's the story they told me. Who knows? You know, it was this. It was nineteen seventy six. You know, who knows what was going on? But that's the story. Is if I became president, I couldn't be President Corky A. Philip Miller. It would be 
President C. Abraham Philip Miller. Really? They yeah. thought about that in 1976? Yeah. That's outstanding. Yeah. And I became a baseball player, so I mean, I, I didn't really know. Oh, <laughs> once I became a baseball player, they were like, you know, how did we know that this is the perfect baseball name? I mean, can, you can't get better than Corky Miller. No, you can't, especially in uh, this res country. And Yeah, and, I mean, if you're going to sit down and write like a baseball movie or baseball show, you're yeah. like, all right, some cool names here. Yeah. Corky Miller. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Perfect. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who are some of your favorite guys you played with? I love, you know, Danny Graves. I love Danny Graves and, um, you know, guys like Scott Sullivan and, and guys that I kind of came up with yeah. um, that I still keep in touch with. How's Scott Sullivan doing? I haven't seen him forever. I see Danny all the time. He's uh rubber he, arm, man. Yeah, he's doing about. he's doing pretty good. I mean, uh, I saw him a couple years at Fantasy Camp. Uh, hopefully, he's going to be coming back this year to Fantasy Camp. And um, yeah. still sign Arvin in there? Is he pitching? Yeah, yeah. He he Well, you've been to Fantasy Pitch Camp. Pitch like every day, three times yeah. a day. <laughs> you know, and and you know those guys when I first came up, just pretty much like everybody. It's um, he was a great guy when he was playing. I haven't yeah. talked to him since he played. I got uh, we're, you know. Uh, Adam Dunn, Austin Kearns, Brandon Larson, um, guys that we actually came up in the minor leagues together. We're still doing fantasy football every year. And, you know, we got a thread, uh, you know, a group text thread that's sometimes constant 250 messages after a baseball game during the summer. Really? Yeah. Who's on this thread? Uh, well, the, the people, there's 10 of us, but, you know, really? Adam, Austin. Oh, man. So I would Dunn, love to see uh, what Dunner's yeah. writing. <laughs> uh, Brandon Larson, uh, B.J. Ryan was on there, uh, and, and uh, about four or five guys that we played with. Oh, I'd like to be a yeah. fly on the wall to read that some of those. Oh, it's, Especially it's, the comments that would come from Dunn. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> probably we can't say on yeah, this podcast. Probably not. But, you know, he's he's <laughs> everybody makes fun of him most of the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, they did that when he was a player, though. Oh yeah, for sure. All the time, he was the victim. All the time. Yep. That started in rookie ball when I I tied his shoes. <laughs> he, you know, because he he played football. Nineteen it was ninety eight, and he was he only came for like uh, three weeks. Yeah. And he was leaving to go play football. So it was the night before his his big game. He was, I think it was the uh, the first round or second round pick. One of I think him and Austin were one and yeah. two or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, you're hitting like 105 with no homers, whatever it was. And, and a lot of bunch outs. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys there, uh, all rovers and stuff. And everybody else is out in the outfield stretching. And he's just taking BP by himself. And he's just hitting balls to second base, rolling over. So we just started talking crap. You know, four, six, three, four, six, three, you know. <laughs> And he got pissed. Well, he we got done stretching. We had to cancel BP because he was still hitting, and we all went inside. And he's out there by himself hitting BP. I mean, it w it must have been so bad for him to be out there by himself. You know, a couple <laughs> guys were shagging for him, but like nobody else could hit. You know, I mean, this is the last day that the Rovers get to work with Adam Don, and I just go inside and I take his shoes, I tie them, and this is. Uh, Cobb, it's a Cobb Field in Billings, the old Cobb Field night. They had pipes running up, threw his pipes up there, took took his pants, tied them in knots around the pipes, <laughs> put this guy Junichi's pants in his locker, you know, 
drew happy faces on his cup and oh i love it he came in and was so pissed i hate you guys i'm leaving i'm quitting i'm never coming back i'm just gonna play football that day he goes out and goes three for four with two homers and then he's like hugging everybody as he's leaving (laughs) he loved man he he wished he would have played pro football and not baseball oh yeah i'm not sure he liked baseball when he played no he liked hitting homers (laughs) no he loved it i mean he's he's a great teammate Great dude, you yeah. know, and, and he's always, you know, the, the one year he did really bad in Chicago, uh, a couple of us went down to his house and for New Year's, and he's like, all right, guys, you, you guys got about 18 hours and 42 minutes before to keep making fun of me. Otherwise, as soon as New Year's hits, we're done. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is fantastic. He, he got a lot of grief from Griffey, too. I mean, but oh, yeah. everyone got well, now we're giving Griffey grief too for, you know. Are you? Yeah, just you know, old, old guy. You know, now he's really old, and you know, my son did something on school, and and his his uh, baseball card popped up, and you know, we sent it to him on Instagram, and he likes it right away, and he likes it like at seven o'clock in the morning, and really, me me and Jenny are like, what are you doing up at seven, liking our post? What you know, you <laughs> don't you got a life? <laughs> Oh, he's got plenty of life. He's he's uh, he's, he's been a busy man. Um, what are you motioning at? What was that? Yeah, someone's knocking. Someone's knocking on. The They're door. knocking on the door. Do so we have our own? Go? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You're so, you're a popular guy. They're probably wanting Corky. You have to be somewhere. By the way, we're know. recording this at Reds Fest, ladies and gentlemen. Like Corky has mentioned this before. Let's see. What's your schedule? Uh, I got six forty. Uh oh, you do have to go. What time is it now? It is six thirty-one. Yeah, I got uh, the great Corky Miller has to go. Bingo. We got bingo. <laughs> you gotta go do bingo. Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> I love this. This is just raw and down to it, folks. Yeah. We are at Reds Fest. We have our own room, and they are beckoning for the great Corky Miller because he's got to go play bingo. <laughs> No, I'm a bingo caller. I'm not playing bingo. Oh, you got to say, oh, you're like calling out the, the yeah. Yeah, right. and, and this, is, this is probably my 10th, 12th year doing Reds Fest. Yeah. And I just kind of walk into doing stuff. Like, I never get put on the food stage because that's current players. But I just walk up there, grab a mic, and I, I think I was up there one time with you. Yeah. And I just taste the food. You did, which was great. Yeah, so now I do that every year. But last year... I wanted to do bingo con, and nobody was up there, so I just walked up there. That is great. Guess what happened this year? I got assigned to it. Yes, love it. Hey, thanks for joining us. Yeah. We appreciate you got the time. It, Corky Miller, it's Jib Day Podcast, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Who knows who the next guest will be? Check us out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Jim Day TV, and spread the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Catch you next time on the Jim Day Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.